sins away. Oh, say much I'm glad. From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this is Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith, the president and editor of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries, and it's our great joy and delight to join with you today, and I trust that you'll spend a little time with us as we open the Bible and look at another one in this series of compelling Bible questions. Last week, we started this action. will be number eight in the series on compelling Bible questions. The one I'm looking at today is a very, very in-the-news kind of a question. And we'll get to it in just a moment from Matthew chapter 19. And the question is, is it not male and female? We'll get to that momentarily. Let me just remind you that July 18 through 21, the National Sword of the Lord Conference will be in Walkertown, North Carolina. It's a conference that you will find helpful to you, to your family, to your church, your pastor and staff. Everybody will do well to be there. And there are no registration fees. Every seat's a free seat. We encourage you to come and be with us July 18 through 21, four big days. And also, I want to offer you a sample copy of our Sword of the Lord newspaper, and I will send that out to you if you'll just write me a note. I'll give you our address at the end of the broadcast. Now today we're going to look in Matthew chapter 19, and this is another of the compelling Bible questions that I believe are as pertinent today as they were when they were first asked. This question is found in verses 4, 5, and 6 of Matthew's gospel, chapter 19, where Jesus said, "'Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female?' And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. Now this passage is set in a context where Jesus was dealing with the question of divorce. Now, that question was raised in verse number 3 where Jesus said, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? And this is the answer that I've just read that Jesus gave to the man on that. Now, fact of the matter is, God created Adam and Eve, one man and one woman. At the outset, we can read about that in the book of Genesis. And when he made Adam, he made a man. And the Bible says, he. When he made Eve, he made a woman. And the Bible says, she. So we have a man and a woman, and they're the beginning of the human race. Now, the divine plan is that they would form a union, a marriage, a family, and they would procreate, they would have children, and uh, so the family is birthed, and we have the beginning of society, the beginning of the human race, etc. So God's plan is that a man will leave his father and mother and will cleave to his wife, and the two of them will become one. And this is what God has designed, and according to verse number 6, no man has the authority to undo what God has done. So that's the context. Now, we understand divorce does happen sometimes, and the Lord deals with that, not only in this passage, but also in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. There are some things said about that. That's not the point of what I want to talk to you about today. We're talking about the issue of gender. We're talking about male and female. And you can read those passages about divorce, and the Bible's pretty clear on those. But at the same time, 
we look to see exactly what the Bible tells us. For when Jesus said, Have you not read that he which made them, in other words, he who created them, made them male and female? Folks, when some new wickedness is invented, it's sometimes so totally silly that it ranks as laughable and even uh, into the realm of stupidity. And uh, that's what's happening with a lot of the woke culture of our time. The woke culture has an agenda that they're hawking. It's a gender agenda that they're marketing, and so much so that it seems like everything that they want, everything is built around some ideas that they've come up with. I saw the other day an article that I read that said there are now 58 genders. Now, I don't know how in the world that anybody can really come to grips with that. I mean, I just wanted to say, really? I mean, I walk through the mall, I walk through airports, I get out in town, and uh, I mean, based on what I see with my eye, it appears to me that everybody that I see is either male or female. But of course, uh, you know, some of these folks have got it all figured out different to that. Well, uh, that's uh, a part of the woke culture. That's a part of this new agenda that people have come up with. Now, let me just simply say, in God's Word, there is no question God created male and female. And there is no question that all along the way, as time passes by, that has been the case, not only scripturally, but it's been the case historically. And it has been the case in societies, both advanced societies and in primitive societies. So the truth is, what we have is male and female, man and woman. And let me just make a statement here in regard to this. If you tinker with God's truth, if you twist God's truth, if you try to tweak God's truth, or otherwise tamper with God's truth, in so doing, you will be creating a false narrative. Another way of putting that is, you will be creating a lie, and thus you will perpetrate a fraud if you go with the lie. Now, that's just the way things shake out here, and we cannot do and undo things that have been set in the eternal fabric of the Lord's way of doing things. We just cannot change what the Lord has set in place. And whenever you and I look at all of this, it's pretty obvious that uh, we have a biological fact that men are men, women are women. Let's do go to that Genesis passage that tells us about the creation of male and female. Uh, Verse number 18 of chapter 2 of Genesis, the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone, for I will make him and help meet for him. So here we have the Lord saying, I've got man on the scene. He's alone. He's by himself. And he's determined now that he's going to create another individual. And verse 21 says, The Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And then verse 23 says, Adam said, after awakening, after seeing what the Lord had done and seeing the woman that the Lord had created, Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called 
woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. So you see there, not only in the statement with a noun saying male and female and man and wife, but with the pronouns as well, his and her and she and he. I mean, the Lord lays this out very clearly. It's no doubt that he made male and female. That is the essence of creation. And when you and I come to understand the biological reality and set it in a historical context and cement that together with scriptural truth. All of this is foundational to us coming to grips with something that is so open in our society now. It's in headlines every single day. But we have the basis of biology, the basis of history, and the basis of scripture on which we can make a decision and on which we can determine what the facts are. What I think what you think, what the world thinks, what society says, what Congresses and parliaments decree, all of those kind of things do not alter biology. They do not alter the actuality of history, and they do not alter the truth of Scripture. So you and I simply need to determine what are we going to base our opinions on? Where are we going to land on this thing? Now, the scriptural truth is God made a man and he made a woman, male and female, then he determined that they would live in a marriage relationship, and out of that, the human race would be perpetrated and would uh, be able to procreate and increase. Matthew chapter 19, Jesus said, It's for this cause that a man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife. Another great passage in the Bible on this subject of man and wife and male and female is in Ephesians chapter number 5, uh, where it talks about the matter of marriage and how that a man and a woman are to unite in marriage. And again, it is quoted in verse 31, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife. They too shall be one flesh. The Lord says, uh, Let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. So once again, the nouns and the pronouns are all in place there. He, she, male, female, man, wife, etc. And one more passage that I want you to see here. Remember Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 4 that says, Marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled. God intended for man and woman in a marriage relationship to be intimately involved, intimately engaged. And that is just a part of the plan that God has for marriage and for the perpetrating of the human race. So what do we have here? We have God's great truth all laid out for us in the Bible. And whenever you and I have to deal with things in our society, we have to determine, are we going to listen to God or are we going to listen to some committee of experts? Are we going to let some body of uh, legislators determine for us what our opinion is, what we believe about a certain thing, or are we going to listen to what the Lord God, the Creator and the Savior, has to say in this regard? Well, you know, when Jesus said, Have ye not read? And that tells us that it's in the Bible. I showed it to you in Genesis. I've showed it to you here in Matthew. I've showed it to you here in Ephesians as well. All the way through the Bible, God has made very, very clear 
his message, his plan, and it is God's divine plan. And whenever people are born, I mean, we don't have any question when a new baby's born. We go to the hospital, look into the nursery, we bring the little one home, and guess what? It's either a little guy or it's a little girl. And we can tell their anatomy reveals that. And so we have a biological way of determining what this child is. And we do well because they're born either male or female. We do well if we do not let society mess with them. If we let society determine for them that they get mixed up and confused and so forth. And that's happening all across our world, dear friends. Little children are being taught in kindergarten and first grade and second grade, all kinds of things that are creating confusion. And listen, this just ought not to be. It should not be. It's a matter where you and I have to look at this very carefully. And we've got all kinds of people out across our world who are as mixed up as they can be. And you and I need to stand for what's right, I mean, whoever they are, we need to be kind to them. We need to be loving toward them. But at the same time, out of the compassion of our heart, we need to tell them what the truth is and do everything that we can to solidify them based on the solid foundation. And again, biologically, historically, and scripturally, all three of those things set in the context where you and I live and God's truth is substantiated. Male and female created he them. Dear friends, this is a compelling Bible question, and it's one that is right on the front page of the newspapers everywhere these days. I trust this will be a help to you and help you to get your feet on solid ground if they were not already. Thank you for being along today. I do hope that you'll join us every day right here on this station at this time. And I want to remind you, you can have a copy, a sample copy of our Sword of the Lord newspaper. And I think you're going to find a lot of things in it that'll help you. So write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Well, I look forward to being back tomorrow. I hope you'll join me then. Until that time, this is Dr. Shelton Smith, staying steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding. God bless you, dear friend. Goodbye for now.